This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. It is episode 82. I don't know why I did that. Uh, we are coming to you on January 10th, 2022. Uh, so happy to have everybody back with us. And also, so happy we did not have to deal with the Golden Globes this year because that's a train wreck. That makes one of us. <laughs> I kind of love the train wreck of the Golden Globes. <laughs> But they still brought the train wreck, even without the televised like ceremony. Yeah. Like, like, have you read some of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they said if laughter's the best the medicine, tweets. then you <laughs> love West Side Story. Because <laughs> that movie is hilarious. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I caramba. I... <laughs> well, but we didn't have to deal with that here in the... Nope. PTU. So, uh, so happy to have everybody back with us again. And we also have Ryan Barrett. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? And Jennifer Schmidt. Hi, friends. I'm Jake. So happy to talk to you all once again. And hopefully, uh, it is cold as it fuck. It is so cold outside. I'm just going to say that really quick. So, hopefully, everybody right. is keeping warm and finding a way to keep warm. Um, please be doing that. But uh, Ryan, have you been doing all right? Have you been able to relax a little bit despite this cold spell? Yeah. Um, we decided to close down our restaurant. Um, yeah. And we, we just moved to takeout for now. Um, yeah. You know, we're, okay. we're planning on just taking a couple of weeks um, and, and kind of seeing how it goes. So it's been you know that you know you still have the stress of worrying about things mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but a little bit less physical stress of like running around on the floor and um you know being there all the time um well, it's a respectful but, decision considering what's going on and considering that at this time so we're in minnesota mm-hmm. this is this is one of the slowest times in oh in my god year yeah for yeah. restaurants in general so yeah you know yeah there's i'm glad you guys are being safe but yes mm-hmm. i do uh, support you in, in pushing forward so thank you so, yeah. yeah um but so it um has allowed me to kind of unplug a little bit more than usual and really soak in some QC quality (laughs) content. Um, For starters, um, after our episode last week, I decided I was going to start watching the latest season of Big Brother. Ah, yep. And I'm I'm about halfway in right now. Um, to the last season, which normally for me, 
that would be like, I mean, I, considering I get through a season of Survivor in like three days or something, <laughs> mm-hmm. these fucking Big Brother seasons are mammoth. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Do you? They're literally forty episodes. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, because there's yeah, there's I'm, usually like two and a half to oh. three a week. There's, th- there's three a week. Yeah. So and it goes for months. So like, um, yeah, I'm I'm twenty episodes in right now, mm-hmm. um, to a forty episode season. Um, so yeah, I've watched twenty episodes of Big Brother in the last week. Um, <laughs> that's impressive. That's just the beginning. <laughs> um, oh boy. I also um, watched the entire final season of Search Party, which just just came out on Saturday, I think, Friday or Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, So we sat down on on Saturday night. We started it. We got through the first three, I think. And then on Sunday, we went through the last seven. Um, But they're just half hour episodes and it's so easy to digest. If you, I mean, it's it's a hilarious, hilarious show, but it also has enough other stuff going on as far as being like a really, um, you know, exciting plot and having some like mystery and stuff to it. Um, it's it's gripping. It's addicting. Hmm. This last season is pretty fucking wild. Like, it's definitely the most unpredictable. Um, of all the seasons and it kind of goes a little batshit. So, um, but, and I, you know, I, it, it's definitely not my favorite season, but it's, it's crazy. It was a fun way to end, end the series. Um, so I got through that, got through the, the last two most recent episodes of station 11. Oh, yeah. got through, the, now we're totally caught up on Yellow Jackets. Watch the latest episode of that, which was fucking tasty. insane. So so tasty. This this last episode was just like it was like a movie as far as just the amount of shit that happened in it. Um, I'm not gonna give away anything because I know you two aren't up to date on it, but it is no. so good. Um, and then um, I watched a couple movies. We watched, uh, I, I went out by myself, um, on, uh, Friday night and saw Licorice Pizza. Oh, I want to see that. In, in a empty movie theater. Okay. Um, you know, there were a couple people, but, um, it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, okay. you know, it, it's a little bit more understated than a lot of his other films, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially Phantom Thread was just so like, yeah. uh, there's so much like majesty mm-hmm. and this is very chill. You know, it's, it's, it, there's not a lot of like pomp and circumstance, just kind of like a, a good hang movie. Um, very kind of episodic, um, which I, I didn't expect, um, but, but really great kind of cameos throughout and um yeah really enjoyable movie um was was great it better performances. than was it better than hot tamale pizza <laughs> probably not hot tamale pizza does sound pretty tasty or unless yeah. we're talking about the candy hot tamales no i'm sure he's talking about the candy probably. well i mean if, yeah. it, but that would probably still work better than licorice yeah yeah licorice pizza pretty much sounds like the worst <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, and oh, to be quite honest, black licorice pizza. Oof. To be quite honest, uh, the title of the movie has nothing to do with the movie itself. Like, and I th- there's literally, and yeah, no, uh, obviously, we all know Jake was just making a good bad joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking but, forward to so, seeing this movie. <laughs> I know. I I honestly think you'd really like it, Jake. Um, but I'm... it, it's um, Alana Haim is really great in it. Um. I think she was and, nominated for a Golden Globe. It got several Golden Globe nominations. Yeah. Um but I um I thought that was I thought that was very good. Um Lastly, last night I watched Another a new movie, movie on demand. Um we we rented it. It was on um one of the podcasts uh both Rebecca and I listened to um Formerly the Slash Film Cast, now just the Film Cast. Um, They did their top 10 of the year, and two of the people um, put um, this movie on their top 10. It was called Mass. Have you all heard of that? No. Mass? Like M A S S? M A S S, yeah. Okay. Um, It's starring starring Ann Dowd. Oh. Um, She's. She's kind of the the most notable of, of the bunch. Oh, and Martha Plimpton. Oh, Those I saw kind the trailer the... for this. And um, yeah. Lucius Malfoy is one of the four parents, right? Um, Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Sorry, that's I, not I, I his don't real know. name. I just couldn't think of his name. I don't know the Harry know. Potter world very no, well. No, his so name I, is I Lucius. <laughs> um, but it's... it's um, it's about, I mean, the whole movie more or less takes place in a room mm-hmm. and it's just four people talking and it's two people and, and minor spoiler alert. So if you, you know, I, I, I feel comfortable making this spoiler because mm-hmm. I think that it's dumb that they try to like hide this from the, in the trailer and stuff, but Fast it's, forward it's 10 a, minutes just in case it, <laughs> it, it's about, um, a, Two parents who's, um, you know, the, the four people who are having this discussion, it's two parents um, of a child who was killed in a school shooting and two parents of the, the school shooter. Mm-hmm. And it takes place six, six years after the incident. Um, so it's these these two sets of parents kind of coming together for the first time after all this to kind of you know, get, get things off their chest that they've been wanting to say for, for all this time. It is a heavy, heavy movie, but really, really good. Um, Mm. definitely recommend it. Yeah. I Um, saw the trailer for it and I was like, Oh, these are amazing people. And I love like movies that are, you know, based on or formatted like a play. Um, totally. And, and yeah, and Martha Plimpton is so great and so underrated. Yeah. Um, and Ann oh, Dowd is appropriately rated because we all yeah. know how appropriately amazing rated she the, is. Appropriately and, rated as the greatest yep. actress of all time. <laughs> so I watched the, the trailer. Mass. Mass. Yeah. And okay. I was like, oh, this looks good. But then I could tell what it was like the trailer. I could tell like what they were talking around and what it was hinting at. Yep. So I was like off to Google and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to see this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, they they kind of try to 
in the trailer and in the marketing, they've kind of, they haven't come out and said like, oh, this is about a, a school shooting. Mm-hmm. They kind of try to say like, oh, we're we're not going to tell After you what yeah. it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They kind of just say it's like, yeah, I think they say it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's quite, yeah, uh, quite Owls. devastating. But mm-hmm. really satisfying watch. Um, and yeah, so that if that I... kind of ra- rounded out my weekend. <laughs> way to way to way to finish it off. Yeah, <laughs> and I I feel bad because like in. I kind of want to, um, dear Zachary, mm-hmm. Kaylee again. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Ryan, I don't know if you remember this, but, uh, there was a comedian going around telling people to see that movie, that it was a hilarious documentary. <laughs> and... watch that. And we need to talk about Kevin and then mass <laughs> triple feature. Right. <laughs> I feel like the, the, these are also easy movies to talk people into. <laughs> but I, I won't. I, yes, I will. Don't. I will tell her <laughs> ahead of time. That. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me ahead of time uh, what what mm-hmm. what it's about because I I got Dear Zachary. I went and mm-hmm. watched that that documentary thinking mm-hmm. that I it, it, I did not know what it was. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for the disclaimer. Um, Jen, hopefully your uh, weekend was a little less depressing. Sorry, it is. My like work situation is similar to Ryan's at the moment, where we are reliving January 2021 and back virtual um, at my school, only for the week, hopefully. But like Ryan was saying, like it's you know it's less physical stuff right now like Mm -hmm. you know usually at this point i have my ten thousand steps for the day because i'm just i don't sit down um when i'm teaching and it's very chaotic and busy and now it was very quiet um for the day just teaching my zoom classes with my co-teacher ryan the cat with me for all of my classes (laughs) he loves it when i'm virtual teaching um but it's a lot of stress too because you're totally switching like how you do things like switching a restaurant over from table service to takeout still means a lot of different schedules and a lot of different prioritizing things um, and using a lot of different skills. So virtual teaching is the same. um, And so we're hoping to just do it for a week and we'll see. But yeah, like 30% of my students were gone last week and 20% of the teachers. So, so yeah, it's hard, it's stressful, but it's the right call. Um, And so I've also been able to watch more, quality content as Mm. well um and i went way for the lighter side of things and actually watched a lot of like network television which is very unusual to me i don't think i've like watched any network shows um like while they were on network like i like since i watched a lot of you know brooklyn 99 um although i watched that on netflix and i watched uh superstore Though I watched that on Hulu, um, mm-hmm. but those were network shows. But I haven't watched any since then. And I started Abbott Elementary, and um, oh shoot, I forget. I'll have to Google um, Grand something, 
Um, I can't remember. I will figure that out while I'm talking. And then the new um, Wonder Years reboot. Oh, as well. Nice. Yeah, watched all of those, and they're all excellent. By the way, oh, and pivoting too. So four four new network shows. Three of them are like new new. Um, just started mm-hmm. pivoting. Started last night and was on Hulu today, and was great. Uh, really enjoyed that. Excellent, like cast. Um, it was a strong trailer. I think it's gonna get better. Uh, it's aimed right at my age group. Uh, it's about three friends that are probably in their mid forties, and um, and they one their like fourth good friend has died. So it like starts at their at mm-hmm. their friend's funeral, um, and then quickly kind of goes to you know this funeral kind of makes them like rethink lots of different aspects of their lives. Um, so they're all kind of pivoting towards trying to kind of be happier and do better. So uh, one quits her like hot, very stressful job as a doctor and is trying a new career. One is trying to spend more time with her kids and have them with a the nanny less. And the other didn't get into that too much, but I have a feeling it's going to be having her kids <laughs> shape up and her husband, I don't think, is going to be around for too many episodes. So, mm. so yeah, it was mm. very funny um, and really enjoyable and we'll definitely be sticking with that. Yes, Ryan's got a hand up. <laughs> grand, grand Crew. Thank you. Yes. So Grand Crew, oh, yeah. I also started. It has the amazing Nicole Byer in it. Um, mm. It is... You know, the group of friends who hang out and give each other a hard time. Um, it's a classic setup, but this one has been really fun. I think three episodes are out. All are good. Um, I, I really like the storyline of the second one, probably the best. Um, with, like, the kind of the two storylines is one guy is kind of very relationship-obsessed and his sister is played by Nicole Byer, and she's trying to teach him more about self-care and just loving yourself and not being swept up in the relationships and how that one, like, kind of how the, like, the twist at the end of that episode is really fun. And the other, like, the B plot is the three friends, three other friends, like, one friend saw them crying because they were all watching Paddington 2 Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Cohen made a couple of them cry and so the other friend who doesn't cry they're like well, trying to get him to cry in front of them um, and so yeah it was. it's a fun show I'll definitely keep watching that I thought the first episode Nicole Byer was a little like I don't know I didn't love her in the first episode I felt like she was delivering all of her lines like a stand up comic like she is um, but she definitely like was getting more into the role and had a few like great one-liners and like just excellent in the other two episodes. So I will definitely be clicking with that one. I can f- see that show really becoming like even better in its second and third season. Um, it's all relationship based and I think they'll get there uh, really strong. And then, sorry, I just keep talking cause I just watched so many shows. <laughs> um, Abbott elementary was the one that made me laugh out loud the hardest. It's, also great. I really like of all of them. This is the one I recommend checking out. Maybe the most. I thought the pilot was so strong, and then the other episodes were great. I maybe like it more because it is about teaching, and in a you know Title One school, which is what I do as well 
although mine is middle mm-hmm. school, but there's a lot, a lot of similarities. It's, of course, you know, like, you know, exaggerated for comedy, but so many moments rang very true, um, which made me laugh. So this one, it's a school about or a show about teaching. And as a teacher, I approve of it. It seems very, yeah, it definitely has that realism in there. Um, really strong, like workplace comedy. Um, leaning in he- more heavily into the like fake documentary style that The Office made so popular. Mm. Um, they're doing it and like doing it kind of stronger where it's almost is a part of the plot. There's mentioned like, oh yeah, I brought this great documentary crew here to show all the hard work we're all doing here. So yeah, highly recommend that. I would, I would even say maybe what my favorite show of 2021 made even more popular. We'll, we'll get to that yeah. next week. Awesome. Yeah, we'll. we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll I, I just want to say, weirdly, like, I also rarely ever watch network TV. Um, <laughs> also watched both of those shows. Oh, funny. Like, the, those are probably, like, the only two shows I've watched all season. You're hot. Um, They're but great, it, though, right? And, and yeah, both, both were, like, uh, you know, were recommended to Rebecca, and she was, like, oh, I want to watch this. And I just kind of was like, okay, sure. And both of them were really good. Like, mm-hmm. I think we watched, I think I just watched the pilot of Abbott Elementary and we watched the first couple of Grand Crew. But Grand Crew also stars one of my favorite uh, comedic personalities, Carl Tart from mm. Comedy Bang Bang fame. I was just listening. He's on the latest episode. Which which character does he play? Although it's like so early, I'm still trying to figure them out. I, yeah, I can't remember the I can't remember the name of the character. Um, is it like there's he's, Nicole Byers' he's like brother? A sing- oh, I think it's Nicole Byers' brother. Brother, oh, okay, the, yeah, well, the tall one. Yeah. Yep. If you if you want to know what his voice sounds like, he does a spot on impersonation of Chief from Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego. Oh, funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> if that can identify him. <laughs> Because it is perfect. <laughs> That's <and> awesome. Hilarious. <laughs> so. Well, now I I feel mm-hmm. weird because the, the, you guys are all talking about network shows, and I usually the network lover. Yeah, you um, are the one that watches it the most. Are you still watching it. the Goldbergs? I am, but <laughs> that's not what I have been watching recently. I, I, that's why. I feel weird because the, you mm-hmm. you two are watching network shows and here I am streaming mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's why people call you NL Cool Jake because it, <laughs> it stands for Network Lover yep. Cool Jake. Exactly. But it's all about the balance of the universe. So <laughs> Ryan and I got pulled of the network connection. So the universe pulled you into the streaming world to you know keep balance in the force. Yeah. And Ryan, if you try to uh, title the episode NL Cool, <laughs> I feel like you're just you're just trying out jokes now. That's my job. I'm definitely definitely trying out episode titles. <laughs> well, it was better than Anyways. your pizza joke, Jake. So otherwise, this uh, episode is going to be called Hot Tamales Pizza. So at least we've got an alternative. Yeah. Also good. <laughs> I just wanted to ask the two of you what what have you thought of uh, the book of Boba Fett first I, two episodes? 
I didn't know it yet? was on yet. Oh. I I Ryan? I watched the first episode um and honestly, I was not feeling it to the point where I told Rebecca, "Why don't you go on without me?" It, and, and it was it was funny. It was funny because I I really enjoyed the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about this like um Boba Fett as the main character. I just did not find fascinating as a protagonist at all. Um, it just seems really dry and it seems like a story. I just cannot sink my teeth into at all. So um, she, she was watching episode two today and I kind of sat in for maybe 20 minutes of it. And I was like, yeah, this just still really not doing anything right. for me. The The thing I'll say about it, which, you know, is same same goes for Mandalorian. Like the the production design and the set design and stuff is like exactly what everybody has wanted from Star Wars for mm-hmm. the last twenty years, and it's like this is perfect. Everything's so great, but it's just so dry, and it's such like it. It's very much like I, I don't know. I, I don't and even people know. People are I mean, really divided on it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm not going to disagree with what. I, I've liked it, but I, I I can't disagree with anything you're saying. You know, it's it's a divisive show, and that's, you know, you're gonna mm-hmm. get a few of those. What do you think I about it so far, Jake? I again, I I like it, but mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of much to what Ryan was saying, and and I was saying is like I didn't love some of the Marvel shows as much mm-hmm. as other people did. You know, it's I'm I'm interested to see where this is going, but yeah. I can definitely see what what ryan is saying where i it's gonna need to give me a a little something more to keep Mm me in and i and i don't blame people you know dropping off right away because i i feel i feel like they're they're kind of resting on the fact that um Boba Fett is such a beloved character, which is so that they weird that Boba that Fett they don't is such need... a beloved character, though, right? I know. I don't. It's just get his Boba costume Fett. or something. People are obsessed <laughs> with him because of his costume. Yeah, but like, they're, they're It's like he's when he talks and, and the things he does. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. so you're sort of like a crime boss, and <laughs> you're not compelling. You you're not like funny or fun to hang out with at all. <laughs> You're very just like a tough guy. And I I don't know why I want to hang out with you, you know? <laughs> so, so not to dip into our side podcast talking about memes, um, <laughs> but do you two know the meme where it's, you know, uh, it's essentially dominoes, but they all get bigger and it's always some little tiny thing. And then it's some big result at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw one the other day and the tiny domino was uh, George Lucas coming up with a character to annoy Chewie in the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. And then at the very top, it was the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I um, the, You know what the book of Boba Fett needs? Is a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's it needs my a problem. cute like, baby. I like the no. Mandalorian, but I would not like the Mandalorian if Baby Yoda wasn't there. Like that is Again, the whole yeah. reason that I sit through the rest of the Mandalorian. I am not lying. Yeah. I am like I am a Star Wars fan, but I am like mostly a Baby Yoda fan. <laughs> 
I'm going to guess Ryan. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I I was basically all. I like Ewoks. I like Baby Yoda. I I like, yeah, Princess Leia and Rey. And that's like, I'm sure most Star Wars fans would then not consider me a Star Wars fan because I'm just like, that's what I like. And that's, I, I like the, like, more dumb, like, cute stuff in Star Wars. I, I'm going to guess that Ryan did not catch the, the 20 minutes that he was watching. He did not catch the important scenes in the most recent episode <laughs> of The Mandalorian. I'm, I'm guessing I didn't. <laughs> if, the, if, if there were important scenes, I didn't catch them. Is Baby Yoda there? Because then I might uh, consider watching it. What would be the, you know, like... Y axis opposite of Baby Yoda. That's what happened. A mean oh, old man. I, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I Is, don't know how yeah. to. Yeah. You'll just have to. Yeah. You'll just have to check it out. Well, you keep letting um, me know if it's good because I also it, always watch Mandalorian in like one big chunk, like and into I think a day that, of Mandalorian. So. That might end up being the type of show mm-hmm. that it is. I just, I, I'm very impatient. So mm-hmm. even, I, I, I like week by week shows. And again, yeah. I'm impatient, but it might yeah. be better binged. So, um, also though, I've been kind of going back and trying to rewatch and, you know, look at interviews. We've, uh, we haven't touched on this in a couple of weeks. We've lost a, a lot of people in, in the last couple of weeks. And it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, as things are, you know, the population is larger. It's just going to keep happening. It's This isn't the 40s when there was, you know, yeah. six movie stars. And that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was all the famous people there were. But, yep. um, no, we, we've lost some big ones over the last few weeks. Um, uh, Betty White, right on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any favorites uh, from Betty White? Jen? Um, I mean, I she was my favorite on Golden Girls because she reminds me the most of my grandma. Um, yeah. And she's from Minnesota. <laughs> uh, my grandma is not, but but she always, like, just remind me, reminds me a lot of my grandma, who is still around, um, and said she's planning on being around for many more years and to stop acting like she's going to die. Um, <laughs> that's what she told me when I gave her a hug to say goodbye. <laughs> That told her, I'm going to be back this summer. You better be here. She's like, I'm going to be here for a long time. Stop it. So, but, but yeah. So, yeah, I got to go traditional and go Golden Girls because I love her St. Olaf stories and how she could like say them with such a straight face. (laughs) Like, yeah, her, yeah, her saying the St. Olaf stories are my favorite. Right on. Ryan, do you remember the Betty White SNL? Not specifically, no. I mean, I, I okay. remember it happening, but I don't have, uh, I don't remember specifics. That, that was the, that was the big Facebook campaign. But um, yeah, we also, uh, I, and I'm sorry, do, do you have any, uh, outside of Golden Girls? Uh, oh, she has no, a great I, I, part of Aristocrats, too. She did. It's it's so funny you said that. I, that, that was Speaking the first of. thing I was thinking yeah, of. Sorry. And it is funny. <laughs> Very uh, appropriate. Yeah, just yesterday we lost, uh, speaking of aristocrats, we just mm-hmm. lost uh, Bob Saget. Uh, Ryan, uh, does that, uh, were you America's Funniest Home Videos, Full House, oh my God. So, Fuller House? 
I, I was never a huge <laughs> full, full House fan. I, I liked it, I, I think, a, the, the right amount for the age that I was. Um, <laughs> but America's Scientific Funniest measurement. Home Videos, when that first came out, like that first episode, that special, um, I remember it blowing my fucking mind. <laughs> like, I, I had never laughed. I had never laughed and been so amazed by anything in my life. I remember just being like completely even just I mean the the ramp up to it just like the commercials for it. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. We have to get home to watch this." <laughs> and and I remember watching it and just being like, "This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life." And it, at the time it, when it first aired, it was just like a special. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was so popular. I mean, I remember like going to school the next day and like everybody was talking about <laughs> it and then, yeah, having it come back and, and I, I'm, I'm guessing that when it came back for that second time, it was like, this is a show now. I don't yeah. think it was mm-hmm. like a second, a yeah. second special, but, um, yeah, I mean, America's funniest videos in the early days was something special. Hot take. It was the first form of social media. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would definitely say it was the beginning of YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, and but... I feel bad. It probably should have been part of this tournament. No, well, no. We're, I guess it, it is a reality competition. competition. Kind of? Yeah. <laughs> they were competing for that ultimate $100,000 right? prize. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. so it kind yeah. of could be. Yeah. It was like the early reality television, for sure. I always felt like when you watch like the later seasons of it, you know, because it was on with him as the host for several years. And then you could see where he's like going through a divorce and hates his <laughs> life and is so tired of having to do these like yeah. rated G jokes. Duck duck voices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Bobby. Quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we'll be we'll be definitely missed, and um, and just again a few days prior we lost uh, Sydney Poitier. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just incredible, important yeah. roles mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, I realize I haven't um, seen most of his movies. Um, like neither. I haven't seen most of them. I was reading them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know about these, but I haven't watched many. So I think that's gonna be one of my twenty twenty two projects is to make my way through the Sydney Poitier collection. Yeah. I feel like I've seen so many really incredible clips of him in montages mm-hmm. in yeah. the Oscars yeah. over the yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And definitely, I, I couldn't agree more with both of what you're saying. Like it's that like, ah, I just, I got to get around to seeing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Unfortunately, uh, an unfortunate push in the right direction, mm-hmm. but um, we will get, and that's what we do. We celebrate uh, um, people and their art. After you know, that's what keeps them living on after the fact. Uh, uh, real quick, inappropriate joke: uh, John Madden with the ultimate Madden curse. He had a special air about him on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, and then three days later. Without- um, I, it's I, it's it's so weird you said that because I rem, I saw like just flipping around the channels or something on Christmas over at my parents, I mm-hmm. saw that special on and I was like, why are they playing this? Like, did he die and I not hear no. about it? 
we did the same thing. I was celebrating Christmas with some friends, and it was uh, one of the people there uh, that was looking forward to that special. I'm like, mm-hmm. why yeah. are they doing this on Christmas Day? Um, so I, I, I'm sorry, Jen. Are you familiar with the Madden Curse? Um, I don't think so. Not specifically. Are you familiar with Ryan? Steve Madden? <laughs> the Steve Madden curse? Yeah, that means my feet hurt after I've been wearing them for an hour. Uh, but Ryan, you are, right? Uh, the Madden curse? Oh, yeah, yeah, no? yeah. Okay. I mean, I was always a tech mobile guy, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, that can be the title of the episode. I was always yeah. a tech mobile guy. Uh, his name was attached to a popular video game, and every year that a different, different player mm-hmm. would be put on the cover of said video game, and somehow every year that player would end up getting injured oh, okay. or, or have a terrible season or, or, or have, yeah, just get, a, get something terrible. There was happen. a lot of injuries. Their careers though. would be ruined. <laughs> so since he, uh, uh, yeah, never mind. I'm the fact that I'm trying to explain my nope. stupid joke. No, now it's a total, like, joke. now I know what it is and that makes complete sense. <laughs> um, Yeah. So it's just going to get worse, but we will continue to salute all of these. Uh, all I can say people. is protect Angela Lansbury at all costs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, Tom Hanks now is really America's dad. Yeah. Although he's done some questionable things. Oh, funny thing. That's what I found out. Uh, Bob Saget used to be the opening actor for Bosom Buddies. Oh, really? Like, to, like the warm-up comedian? Up the, crowd. Mm-hmm. the warm-up, yeah. So, um, nice little association mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I remember when we started two. watching Full House, my dad was like, that dude is a filthy comedian. <laughs> like, <my dad laughs> yeah. was like, I've seen his stand-up. It is, like, terrible. <laughs> like, good, but hilarious, but terrible. <laughs> And he is on the show. I did get to show. see him once. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. At I the, also did. What, was it Knuckleheads? Was no, the old at the uh, Hall of America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm at Knuckleheads. <laughs> I, I saw him at like the State Theater or something. And weirdly, like, I don't really remember anything about his set except for by that point, every, it was post aristocrats and mm-hmm. everybody just knew him as being like, the dirty joke guy mm-hmm. so he just leaned so heavy yeah. into it and it was all just about like uh you know kimmy gibbler's pussy and like <laughs> it was just like really really bad like <laughs> over the top um but the opener was a guy that like nobody had ever heard of at the time by the name of anthony jesselnick <laughs> who totally like stole the show and i i mean i remember being like that was really really funny um i think now we i all see walked, where he got his bit from. we all walked out of there being like god the opener was funnier than bob saget mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well again not to disrespect or anything but we should move on. We do have the second half of our tournament to talk about. It, it is why we're here. Mm-hmm. So It is. That's right. We've spent almost all of our time not talking yeah. about it. And <laughs> that's about it. That's, yeah. that's all we've got, folks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I think we've got we've got a few important shows and some that we can kind of cruise through. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, today. Uh, mm-hmm. While we're recording, we have uh, America's Next Top Model uh, versus Project Runway. This is our fashion matchup. Yep. Uh, I hope y'all don't mind that I kind of just interspersed the Law and Order. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for for today's copy. Um, I thought that was a little bit fun, but I thought this I, th- I thought this would be would be closer. But right now, Project Runway is running away mm-hmm. with this matchup. But uh, Jen, I know you love these shows. I've um, watched. I think I've opinions. watched every episode of both of these. Um, <laughs> like definitely with the original like judges and hosts. I think I've seen every single episode. Um, of both of these shows, and then I've definitely, I think I've seen all of the ones, like, once, you know, people left and they started, like, I watched, like, some of, one or two of the non-Tyra seasons of ANTM, which is what the cool kids call it. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, yeah, and I don't know, I don't think I watched any um, post-Heidi... Project Runway, but I have watched like some episodes of all of the attempted spinoffs um, that never captured the magic. Um, yeah, this one's hard. I haven't voted yet today because I don't know because I love them both. Um, you know, Project Runway should win. It's the very good show. You know, it's the Top Chef. <laughs> we are like Ryan was talking about the cooking shows last week, and Top Chef is just a different level than all of the others where it is professionals and they're treated like professionals and it's people who are really good at their craft, really like elevating it and showing Mm -hmm. it off and just like using all of their skills in like interesting ways. And that's what project runway is. And they've done tons of like, they keep trying to imitate it, but it never worked because like what they got those first seasons and through the show were fantastic. Um, So yeah, I love Project Runway, and so many people from there came into the show super talented and are still incredibly successful, and it is great. Um, uh, The complete other side of the spectrum is America's Next Top Model, which has, like, I think there's four people out of the, like, 20 seasons of that show, like, four contestants that actually, like, had a career in the public eye (laughs) after that. And I have looked, I get very excited when I see somebody (laughs) from America's Next Top Model in anything. Um, They are not like, they are not successful. They are almost hindered by being on America's Next Top Model usually. And it's, (laughs) it's like all about like making 18 year old pretty girls cry and Tyra Banks's ego. It's like the whole point of that show. It does feel that way. It totally is. Tyra gets like more and more unhinged as the seasons go on. And oh my gosh, it's it's so funny. And there's nothing better than the make makeover episode, which I was like talking in the comments with some other Pop Tarts about the amazingness of the makeover episode where she would like take like the most princessy girl and shave her head. And she'd cry. It is. And then all these other girls would get these like long, beautiful extensions. <laughs> it's torture. Oh my form. God, it is. It is. And it was all about like even the later episodes, like somebody's afraid of something, then the photo sheet is going to be them jumping off a cliff. <laughs> like, oh my God. 
It's just so ridiculous. But I love it. That might be what... Oh. We should call this... I, I might have to call this whole quadrant torture porn. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Oh, so anyways, like yeah, one's no, a guilty I... pleasure and one is like one of the more prestigious shows in this tournament. So I don't know I get it. if I'm feeling classy or trashy today. We'll see. <laughs> Ryan, hard feelings either way. No, I've never seen either of these shows. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> Great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, and I, I think uh, the, the way this uh, played out, this this really is turning into our uh, classy or trashy <laughs> <laughs> quadrant because uh, our next matchup, we have uh, uh, The Biggest Loser from 2000, or premiering in 2004 up against Fear Factor. Mm, those uh, are both just trashy. Yeah. With, <laughs> hosted by another another podcaster. Yes, right? <laughs> one of our fellow, or one of our colleagues. <laughs> One of our peers. <laughs> Just don't say lines. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm sure both shows uh, started with good intentions, at least, maybe. <laughs> At least one of them is like, but it really just turned into uh, trash TV with both these shows. Yeah. There's a great episode of Maintenance Phase about The Biggest Loser. So I highly recommend listening to, I mean, I highly recommend listening to that whole podcast. But The Mm -hmm. Biggest Loser episode of Maintenance Phase would be a great entryway into it. So a great, like, hour of listening is when they discuss Biggest Loser. So highly recommend maintenance I, the, phase, biggest loser. I, I remember, I remember that being part of that kind of initial huge reality TV boom. Mm-hmm. Like that show was a massive, massive hit, and I remember watching yeah. it a little bit. Um, but then I remember hearing, and I don't know if this is what the podcast is about, um, but I remember hearing that like, a like it was really dangerous, mm-hmm. and b that like nobody ever kept the weight off. Yeah. Um, it was basically, you know, in retrospect, just kind of for the show. Um, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they would put these people through hell. It was just to so make much them lose a Uber. shitload of weight, and then there's no way that they could keep it up. Type show, yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, Fear Factor is 100% <laughs> torture point. Yeah. I mean, that's like watch these people get tortured and laugh at it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but that definitely, um, you know. I think is more enjoyable. I, I would much rather now if I had to just sit down and watch a little bit of either, I feel like I would be more inclined to watch fear factor. Yeah. They were asking for it. I, I don't mind seeing yeah. those people get tortured. Yeah, yeah. totally. They're, they're like, they're signing up for it. They know that they're going to mm-hmm. have to eat slugs or yeah, something the like eating that. Ones are the ones that I would be the worst at. Yeah. It was just so uh, strange that, Joe Rogan wanted to encourage people to put crazy things into their body. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now he's so against it. So. Yep. Um, but moving on to a, a better body matchup, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, we have uh, American Ninja Warrior oh. up against Ink Master. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, was... Am- oh, go sorry, ahead. Go- no, I, no, I no. Wanna... So I, I was just going to say... I've actually never watched an episode of American Ninja Warrior, so I don't have any insight to give there. 
but I've watched you're, every you're episode of Ink, oh, really? every episode of Ink Master, um, <laughs> and, and I love it. Um, that was actually a quarantine watch for me. It was one that I just kind of started randomly and um, ended up going back. You know, it was one where like I kind of watched a recent season and was like, okay, I think that was good enough where I can just start on season one and watch them all, and I did. And it's very entertaining. It sucks now. I know that, um, you know, I, I, and you could tell that the hosts are pretty like douchey, Mm -hmm. um, at, at best, but now it's come out like one of the, one of the hosts. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what, um, what he was, uh, you know, accused of, but. It's he he did some pretty heinous shit, so he's basically I I don't know when if or when Ink Masters is coming back, post pandemic, um, because the final episode of the last season was canceled. Oh wow! Normally they have a big like mm-hmm. they're like um, you know it all builds up to this big live finale. Mm-hmm. It got to that point, and then they couldn't hold the finale, mm-hmm. so it just ended without an ending. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know wow. one of the hosts is not coming back mm-hmm. because he's been canceled. Oliver Peck. Okay. So I was worried. This is why you stopped sending me, uh, Jane's addiction videos. <laughs> and yeah, no, uh, mi- he, he's actually red hot chili peppers. He He's actually videos. pretty cool i mean the fact that he i feel like somebody with his sexual resume not being canceled <laughs> by this point i assume he's a pretty he's he skated through yeah i assume he's pretty cool i shouldn't say skated but uh like you were saying if he's made it this far he's he's got to be on the up and up yeah um so uh american ninja warrior um is a it's almost kind of like American Gladiators, mm-hmm. only they don't go against people. Mm-hmm. They're just, they just going against go themselves. Like a, a jungle gym. <laughs> yeah. But it's it looks it's fun. so crazy that it it's inspired people to like build their mm-hmm. own like backyard setups. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, very interesting. Jet, where do you feel on this? Um, I've never seen Ink Master, although it's like I like reality shows like that. I like reality show competitions with like good people, like talented people showing off what they've got. Um, so I certainly could see myself that being a quarantine watch for me for sure. Um, but never mm-hmm. seen it. And then I've seen like an American Ninja Warrior episode here or there. Like I don't feel like it's really like a show to watch like the whole series or anything like that you know like because they're all they all seem the same to me mm. um but but yeah if it's like nothing else on like i've certainly watched it and been pulled in for an hour and i think it would be fun to try to do i don't have the grip strength i could never like, <laughs> do i mean like i could do i couldn't do any of these parts of it but it would be fun to play on they should they should include it in the next Spider-Man movie. Now that nobody rem- I, I think we can say this now, right? I can say no, this. No, no spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Ooh. Never mind. I know. I know, but I'm waiting until they're like it's not a crowded movie theater. <laughs> so you don't totally even get that. you don't even want to hear about the American Ninja Warrior crossover <laughs> in, the, <I> <laughs> in the post credits. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> and by the way, if we, because we really haven't said it, Ink Master is about tattooing. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. I figured. Competition yeah. It's, show. It's, it's not a we pen just... show. <laughs> oh, I would definitely watch that. Was that like yeah. calligraphy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we kept talking. <laughs> that would be great. I, mean, I would watch that a also. Calligraphy that. competition yeah. show. <laughs> that show would be I, called Pen Master. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, Pen Master would be better. Yep. I didn't understand in middle school that the people I were friend I was friends with were actually not good people. Mm-hmm. And we collectively all got into calligraphy together. And I thought we were all into calligraphy and they were into hardcore rap. So let's not make fun of people into calligraphy. I'm not at all. I love I'm admiring people into calligraphy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just weird for me. Everybody was like, why are you doing calligraphy and trying to be like a gangster? I'm like, I'm not a gangster. I don't know what you're all talking about. I think calligraphy is um, awesome. I get pulled into those like videos and they show up like on Pinterest of people doing really <laughs> cool calligraphy. I love it. Uh, so whoever wins from this matchup, and I think this will be an interesting one because I think the viewership is divided, but they're going to have to go up against the behemoth and my early favorite. And I think probably the two of you early favorite to win this whole tournament uh rupaul's uh, it's my Grace. favorite in the tournament i don't think it's going to win the whole tournament but okay it's my favorite all right i think uh, how about this quadrant it'll win this quadrant maybe maybe i think i think it can i i one i appreciate that be... it got a good like you know it got a bye week and then mm-hmm. like and then i think it'll get past this next round i don't know if it'll make it all the way out of the tournament but i'm hoping so right on Ryan, I, I know you've I, recently got into. Yep, yep, and and it was definitely uh, a really fun watch. I I haven't like seen all the back seasons, mm-hmm. but I think it's a great show, and um, yeah, the, it's it's hilarious and fun, and uh, you know, it's uh very. It's kind of a, a touchstone. For like, um, you know, queer culture and fashion culture that like I think everybody gets around, and it's like it's just an a, an important piece of pop culture, mm-hmm. you know. Oh hell um, yeah! Wh- where I think you know a lot of the shows we're talking about, regardless of how quote unquote good we think they are. They're not really, like, important to the mm-hmm. fabric of society, you know. And I don't think, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race is necessarily... It's not, like, important art or anything like that. But it's something that's... It impo- it's mm-hmm. important to so many people mm-hmm. yeah. that it, like, it it makes it part of the fabric of society, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do have a... And I think, again, it's going to we'll be able to talk about the show a little bit more in depth in, in a future episode, but I do want to say, so Kaylee is completely caught up on all of the uh, seasons and has oh, now wow. gotten into the other, like mm-hmm. uh, across the world seasons mm-hmm. and was watching uh, uh, RuPaul UK and somebody on that episode dressed up as Dennis the Menace. <laughs> no, 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 no. And this sent me down a rabbit hole because apparently, and again, 
I'm going to do some more research and dig into this a little deeper. But there are two different Dennis the Menaces that hmm. somehow, no, 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 somehow had their first publication on the same day. But they're totally different? They're completely huh. different. There is the... They were both somehow first published. Uh, 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 it was either March or May twelfth, nineteen fifty something. But yeah, it's this is a crazy conspiracy. I need to learn more about. Yeah. But all brought to my attention by RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> UK. So that's wild. Now, now it's, in my opinion, the it's most almost... educational show ever. <laughs> That, Brian? That's literally too hard to believe. <laughs> I don't think two random people on opposite sides of the world would just be like, I've got it. Dennis the Menace. I want Let's a make You're it. Wrong About Style episode where Jake yeah. leads us through the history of the two Dennis the Menaces. Yeah. I want, I want that. I, I do remember there there was an episode, an early episode of this podcast called Dennis the Mentalist. <laughs> yeah, yes, there was. <laughs> I've been trolling you ever since. This is all one big plan. I went and edited all these Wikipedia pages. <laughs> all right, we got we got. I, I apologize for even bringing it up. We will get an update hopefully next week. But we got to crank through this other quadrant. Um, our our talent slash vocal ah. quadrant. Uh, we have last comic standing up against the voice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the voice uh, probably, what was it? The second, third or fourth in a long uh, run of singing competitions. But me, I'm a last comic standing person. Mm -hmm. I love stand up comedy. Uh, Jen, how are you feeling? here? Yeah, me too. I've watched, I think all the seasons of last comic standing. Um, actually got to see the filming of the finale of the second season of Last Comic Standing. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was like a fun what, accident. Was that Dat Fam? No. Um, unless I saw the uh. first one. Um, it was, uh, I want to say it was the big guy that I don't remember his name. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I have all the autographs someplace from all of them we had we were in vegas and um with some like by our families and my family have been talking about how excited they were about last comic standing and how they'd been watching it and and then the other like family were just in i think it was the planet hollywood hotel walking and people were like hey do you want to come see a taping of the finale of last comic standing and they were like we know people who do so it was great um so yeah i watched all of them um Definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah, my all-time favorite on there, I think, was Greg Grunberg, who didn't even make it to the finale, but... I didn't know he was on that. Yeah, he was on one of the first mm -hmm. two seasons, um, when Jay huh. Moore was still hosting it. Yeah, and he was one of my uh, favorites. Of Lost fame. No, not Greg, Greg? Grunberg. Oh, that... Greg, it's... I, <laughs> yeah, I did say it wrong. It's Greg someone, and it is a G. Yeah. Now I have to look it up. Geraldo? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is that... He has, he's also on my favorite... Um, this American Life, like, And we had story. Dave Mordell from yep. Minnesota. Mm -hmm. We did. And Josh oh, Blue like, from Minnesota, too. Josh Blue yeah, yep. was... Doug, Doug Benson. Mm -hmm. Todd, from L.A. From <laughs> Glass. Famous. Kathleen what, Madigan what? is hilarious, too. She was on a yes. season of it. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot, lot of really, really great comedians mm -hmm. on there. 
we've we've had a lot of Minnesotans on the voice and at yeah. least for the singing competitions I like the premise where they have to listen to it ahead of time you know where they don't see the person come out the voice is the one where they turn around in their chair so oh. uh, Ryan uh, do you, do you like it, that? It's funny you you led into it with the Minnesota thing because the most I was ever into this show was yeah I think the it voice. was season yeah, two. Greg Geraldo. I think it was season two. Greg Geraldo. Okay. Sorry. I think yes. it was season two. One of my friends was on mm-hmm. there. Uh, oh. N- Nick Nicholas David is his stage name. Um, Nick Feeling. Yep. Yep. Uh, we, we graduated together. And we were friends oh, in nice. high school and post high school. We both became fish heads. So we both uh, were around in the same kind of hippie scene. Um, and in the rivers, fishing for salmon. Exactly. We're, we both were big. Uh, river runs through it. type. Uh, and but um, but yeah, he was so good on that. And he ended up getting to the final mm-hmm. three. So mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. ev- every week me and like everybody from my hometown or, you know, the, the town I went to high school in Egan, Minnesota, um, you know, everybody was just going fucking bananas <laughs> because, um, you know, one, one of the. He, you know, it's kind of like hometown boy done good sort of thing. Um, so that that was really fun. I never got as into it again as I was that season, but um, but it was a good show. I I feel like the the shtick between uh, Shelton and Levine got a little <laughs> worn, um, <laughs> but overall i think it's a good show i'm definitely going to be voting for last comic standing i'm a much yeah. bigger fan of that Same. show i think you know between ink master and last comic standing i think there's something to be said for like a, a reality show that takes a niche mm-hmm. you know like a talent that's kind of a, a niche mm-hmm. and just m- tries to find the best of that you know mm-hmm. um rather than well, hopefully rather than okay. one of 20 of like, mm-hmm. you know, singing. Yeah. Or something like that cool. where it's like, cool, we're another singing show or we're another fashion show or another food show, you mm-hmm. know. Um it's kind of cool to be like, let's make a show that's about something a little more um you know, with a little less mass appeal. Mm-hmm. Um but you're the only one and show the people who are at the top of their craft doing and and that's why i love pen masters too you'd think there's not a lot of calligraphy fans out there but i really want to see this show you guys have no idea how much i wish this show existed it would be like great british bake-off it would be so calming and so beautiful oh my gosh i want to get high and watch pen master (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Again, each episode is only half a letter. you got four seasons right there. We could do it big, um, we could do it big Brother style. Yeah. Make each, each season, 40, 40 episodes. Do it three nights yep. a week. Well, at least 26 episodes, so that we can do each letter of the alphabet. I love it. All right, we got the, we got the two of the, you know, lesser... Uh, Simon Cowell shows uh, America's Got Talent up against the X Factor again almost one in the same uh, America's Got Talent 2006 the X Factor 2011 
X Factor was more focused on singing, but um, were either of these ever really within your, you know, orbit? Um, Jen? not for me. Um, I've seen like an America's Got Talent. That one's still on, right? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because my dad is into that show, uh, for some reason. So I think my family's watched one or two seasons, but it's just Bradley's still sticking with it. So every once in a while he'll be like, oh, you should watch this one with me. This, this person's really good. Um, you'd like this <laughs> performance or like it's on and you know, it's inoffensive. I'm happy to sit down and watch it. Um, but it's, it's just so hard. Like, how are you judging so many completely different things? And that just gets me really frustrated. Uh, X Factor, I've never watched an episode of. But that's, like, had, like, American Idol has had some, like, genuine stars, like, come from it. Mm-hmm. So, so I would probably oh, totally maybe agree. vote for that over it if I vote that day. Um, hmm. But, yeah, I'm pretty neutral. I don't have a horse in that race. It definitely, and, and America's Got Talent definitely felt like one of those shows where it was almost more about the judges. Yes. Mm-hmm. than the actual competitors but i did i personally i liked seeing a lot of different uh types of mm-hmm. talent out there mm-hmm. uh R- ryan again uh, same question any horse in this race you know i america's got talent was one of my in in that kind of second wave of reality tv that was like my big guilty pleasure. Okay. That was one that that it can't be blamed. Be- and that's Be- only that's Becky... only semi guilty. It's not like America's Next Top Model yeah. guilty pleasure. Yeah, like uh, Be- Becky wouldn't watch it with me, so I remember every week I would DVR it and I would get high and sit in the basement and watch America's Got problem. Talent. Yep, and it was so much fun and so weird, mm-hmm. and it is like. It's a lot of really dumb acts, and some of them are really impressive. Some of them are a little bit too weird. Um, And some of them, you know, it is very much comparing apples to oranges where you're like, "Um, okay, how are, like, this girl who yodels, this, like, (laughs) five-year-old girl who yodels going up against, like, this contortionist dance troupe going up against these people who like make art with their bodies, mm-hmm. you know, um, right. It's, it's like really hard to kind of parse out who's the best. Yeah. But at least you're not but seeing like fun. people what's, singing what's Whitney Houston give, songs, you know? So yeah, G- give them a chance. And if they can turn it into a uh, 60 minute show, which is what that, that's the ultimate prize, mm-hmm. right? They get a 60 minute show and in and, Vegas, I think mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, if if you can find a way to turn your unique talent, that's mm-hmm. th- that is the one thing that I do kind of like about it is because there have been some unique ways, the, right? Mm-hmm. The the you've been more I, into it than I. I, am, I so. feel like the 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 act that's become the most famous from it is the Jabberwockies. But well, I was just gonna say, didn't the Jabberwockies? Yeah, come? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they won or if they just became famous from that, but I'm pretty sure they were from like the first season of America's Got Talent. And they definitely showed up in a lot of like, you know, (laughs) like cameos in shows and stuff like that. Who are the Jabberwockies? They're like a oh, dan- they're like no. a dance troupe. Oh, that they that make the they're weird They're kind shape. of like street dance. Oh, okay. When they they have they all wear white masks and like all white like tracksuits. Mm-hmm. Um 
You, you'd recognize them, I okay. think, if you saw them. Um, they have a very unique look. Okay. Um, but they, um, yeah. Yeah, Other I think that, you guys convinced think me to switch really to made. my votes, too, to that one. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the X Factor is like, I, I feel like I have seen episodes before, but honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I could have watched a whole season. I don't know if I could tell the difference between X Factor and America's Got Talent. Like, it's just... They're so samey. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like X, X Factor is more focused on like creating a pop star, right? Like, is it X Factor like like American Idol? It's just they also allow groups. Yeah, yeah, and you can yeah. There, there's a little bit extra mm-hmm. there, so no pun Again, intended. But I've, yeah, it, it, <laughs> there's a little extra. That's it's the X Simon Factor. Cowell. Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> It's not like he's a good person. No, so. he's not. Uh, but speaking of slightly l- less terrible mm-hmm. people, uh, we have uh, Dancing with the Stars up against our oldest show in this tournament, Star Search. <laughs> One Ooh, of Ed my McMahon. favorites. Mm-hmm. Ed McMahon. And they had and they had so many different categories mm-hmm. when I was doing my research today. Mm-hmm. They, they, You know, different categories with... with um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, people voting by phone Yep. way back in the day, e- even with dancing with the stars, you had people mm-hmm. voting by phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what do you think here, Jen? Um, I have watched both like here and there. Um, so, so yeah, but I've never like watched a full season from start to finish, of any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, not that like a full season of star search is anything. Um, cause it, it was, <laughs> you know, almost binged, like the America's Ho- funniest home video setup where it's like, there's a winner each week. And then at the end, like the winners compete, but I would just see it. Oh, they're semi-final. <laughs> yeah. It's just like our tournament. <laughs> so I would watch it here or there when it was on cable. Um, when we were at my grandparents' house, cause my grandparents had cable. Um, but it always looked like it was like like a public television type, like it was so low budget looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I liked it. And shoot, I forgot what's the other. One? Oh, Dancing with the Stars. So yeah, I've watched that. I always like the Disney night and watching that. Um, I always, I never watch it. Like they always do a big release of like who is going to be on this season. And I always read that article in Entertainment Weekly and get excited and think maybe I'm going to watch it. But then there's always somebody on there that, like, some celebrity that I do not like and I don't want to watch them. So it's like, oh, I've got to watch the season. Oh, never mind. Fucking Sean Spicer is on it. So So then I'm like, all right, I'll watch it once he gets voted off. And then by then I've forgotten about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yep. It's so true. <laughs> well, <laughs> Nancy Grace. Yeah. Like it's just... Awesome. <laughs> I forget who it was this season. Tune in to CMT. We have Dancing with Ted Cruz. Right. Like, it's yeah. awful. And there's always somebody that I, like, I just, like, makes me, like, cringe. So I almost watched this season because it had Suni Lee on it. So the Olympian, the Olympic gymnast from like East St. Paul, um, which was amazing. And that was super fun. So I did actually vote for her a couple times, 
even though I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, and Jojo Siwa, who you I was did really your excited. Minnesota duty. As I, this season, it was great with the same-sex couple with Jojo Siwa, and that was really exciting. And so I do applaud that show for, you know, trying to do something different and being baby steps towards being more progressive. Um, but they had some terrible person on it this season, so I didn't watch it. But, <laughs> yeah. Understood. It should be interesting, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan. You'll ha- you'll have to help me remember. But weren't there quite a few, um, or at least a handful of uh, Minnesota acts on Star Search? I don't know. Um, I it's I feel like... the the thing that I think is funny. Like I, I don't really remember a lot of Star Search. Um, you know, I remember it being on. I don't have like specific memories, but I feel like now when you watch documentaries about famous people like most recently Mm -hmm. there was a thing about janet jackson i was watching where it showed her on star search um Mm -hmm. i feel like so many famous people went on star search that was Mm -hmm. like if you were a talented kid you went on star search you know was there yeah christina was there yep within the full house universe uh uncle joey oh yeah probably with the puppets (laughs) i bet I would bet he had those puppets. Yeah. He, he was doing the cut yeah. it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was his whole, his whole thing. Yeah. Just cut it out. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off. <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like star search was definitely, I mean, it is kind of the original, uh, reality competition show. It's, it's the original, uh, America's, uh, or American Idol, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like you have to kind of give it some credit in that respect. I don't really know how entertaining it is now. If you if you were to hold it up, I'm sure it's paced a little weirdly. And, you know, like you said, Jen, like it, it looks really pretty terrible. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, the scoring I feel like was kind of weird and yeah, whatever, but... <laughs> Three and a half stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It was like it's very much like based on Olympic, uh, you know, like Olympic weird figure about skating. Giving, like little kids those types of scores. Yeah, they had like five year olds and stuff, and that's just weird. Yeah, um, Dancing with the Stars. I never. I, I know one of our um, top top pops, pop top pop tarts, Judy Barrett. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um is a enormous fan of dancing with the stars. Ah, yeah. Um I have never watched a season. I don't know if I've ever watched an episode. I've seen it a lot on like The Soup and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that over the did, years. Yep. But um I yeah, I I'm familiar with its popularity, mm-hmm. but and I, I feel like every year I do hear about like Oh my God! Can you believe so and so is on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> and I know there's always like a football player every year or something mm-hmm. like oh, that. Oh, yeah, they tend to do very well the football players. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. Athletes being good at dancing. They are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Football is like a lot like dance. It's like an art form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty much like ballet, mm-hmm. but you know. Well, whoever wins here is going to have to take on American Idol. Um, and we've had so many seasons of American so Idol. So many. And it went away. Winter... They were like, it's the last season for like three years. And now it's back. <laughs> yeah. And then it's back. Yeah. And and 
we had winners that were super popular, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, runners up mm-hmm. that were popular, winners that weren't popular, but um, clearly something that is so huge in the, you know, pop I, culture. I have a cat named Ryan Seacrest, which one of my seventh graders was giving me a very hard time about today. <laughs> but why are you so obsessed with Ryan Seacrest? You have a cat named after Ryan, him. I didn't know your last name was Seacrest. Because <laughs> your cat is my named cat after is named, Ryan. No, no, so. Ryan... Barrett I'm named is after. named after my cat, according to my son yeah. when he was uh, four. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. I can't tell who's coming. Uh, Ryan, I know there there have at least been a couple of seasons you've been interested in American Idol. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I during that same time when I was into uh, America's Got Talent, I was also into American Idol. Um, this was also kind of a guilty pleasure for me. Um, and I also, you know, I think I watched season one or two or, you know, some of those first, first seasons I watched a little bit. I don't really remember it very well, but yeah, I've kind of been in and out on American Idol over the years. I think it's a, a well, it's a pretty well-oiled machine Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, Mm -hmm. they, they keep it entertaining and they know what they're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Jen, do you do, do you have a favorite uh, former winner or uh, cast member? Yeah, I mean, my favorite, like, so I definitely watched the first, like, five or eight seasons, probably, like, pretty regularly. <laughs> five or five, eight. Yeah, I don't remember. They all blend <laughs> together. I don't remember how long I watched it, but it was a while. <laughs> I don't know. Of the 18, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a lot. <laughs> I had one to 16 pieces of your <laughs> yeah. pizza. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just kidding. Sorry. sorry. But yeah, they but. all blend together. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I watched past like Jordan Sparks, her season. Um, but but definitely some are like very big. Um, and so, yeah. Um, favorites. I mean, of the like ones that became really popular, um, like Kelly Clarkson is my favorite. Of oh, them. Yeah. I love Kelly Clarkson. She's so talented. She's so, like, fun to listen to. I can't wait till she has, like, a new memoir come out because I want to just hear her talk about her life. Um, so I'm low-key obsessed with Kelly Clarkson. Um, <laughs> and then also from that season, that. What, Tamira Gray was amazing. And I'm really sad that she didn't become, like, a huge star, too, because she was also awesome and got sent home too soon and yeah so uh, other favorite like i mean those are probably my two favorites so they are both from the very first season but i like Catherine mcphee um when she shows up and things i like her voice and her acting um you know nothing gets carrie underwood she's a good singer too there's yeah mm-hmm. i watched a while of it and then stopped watching it and it kept going on and then it went away and then it came back and i haven't yeah nope I mean, if I had to choose, it is my favorite of the singing shows. Mm-hmm. So, it, it just despite its its problems, yeah. it still no. produces the you know the best results. And I would not have a ringtone for my phone if it wasn't for this show. <laughs> yeah, because uh, R- Ryan will understand this. My ringtone is still the mock trial theme <laughs> oh, song from Arrested with, Development. With William Hung. <laughs> 
from yeah. my favorite show, Arrested Development. So uh, I have to give it up for America. A, a lot of those great moments too, the uh, <laughs> the William Hung moments. And the other one that I remember, like him, that went viral was the pants on the ground guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still and, say that. And now I have to, I have to ask, what's the, what's the meme or, or GIF, the famous GIF of the, uh, uh, the guy... And he's got like a feathery outfit and he's staring back. I think he's staring back at Diddy and it's just the two of them staring. No, yeah. I'll send, yeah. I'll send it to both of you. <laughs> um, Welcome back to uh, talking about gifts on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect way to no talk about gifts is on a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan, you were about to say, um, I don't know if I really have any favorites. You know, I have people I liked. Weirdly, like the first person that comes into my mind, I I don't really listen to country music at all, so it's tough to pick a country singer. Mm-hmm. But somebody I just loved his voice so much. Uh, out of the the winners, I'm pretty sure he won. Scotty McCreary. Oh Did you watch that yeah, season? I remember him. He had a really <laughs> good voice. He did. Yeah, have, like, yeah. He was great to listen to. Yeah. Um. Um. I re- I really liked <laughs> yeah. him. Um. I also loved Paula Abdul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was fun. Mm-hmm. She was. Uh, Clay Aiken is running for Congress. So, like, this year oh. I just read that article today in North Carolina. I'm, I'm also a big, I'm a big Ruben fan, too. Oh, so. yeah. Ruben stuttered. He was really That's, good. Speaking of Clay Aiken. Mm-hmm. I like Rachel's, but. Yeah. Whatever. And what's, I can't, I'm yeah. not thinking of names, Um, but the one guy who ended up taking, like, touring with Queen um oh yeah adam lambert yeah adam lambert glambert yeah he was fantastic and then um oh the one guy too the, like like i don't know the more like burly dude who some other band daughtry yes chris daughtry thank you good yeah. job we were really good at this oh game. no you're thank gonna you. you're gonna want to look into some I, chris I, I forgot i forgot i know american oh, idol yeah. very well evidently but yeah yeah so well i liked him on his season (laughs) yeah right on well we we've run long so i want to uh wrap this up for everybody and um thank you all for for listening it's gonna be an interesting tournament uh Mm -hmm. uh, and real quick we had some crazy crazy results yeah in the first in the first round on the other half and jen i'm sorry about um the bachelor i know it got like smashed i I did not see that coming (laughs) lego masters right yeah i think so yeah lego masters Uh, iron chef beating top chef yeah like by a ton too didn't Mm -hmm. didn't see that like just crazy so this is going to be a fun tournament bracket busters yep (laughs) yep this is 2005 all over Uh, for everybody out there in the pop tournaments universe, please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Bye, friends. Dennis, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs>